Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Determined to be Desperate podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Howard, as well as the author of the book, Determined to be Desperate, and the devotional, uh, 90 Days to Desperation. Um, you can find both of them on Amazon, uh, $14.99 with free shipping for the book, $12.99 with free shipping for the devotional. Um, I've asked you before if you have the book or if you've read the book or if you do read the book, uh, please go back and leave a, a review for us on Amazon that, that makes um, our advertising and, and getting the book into um, the hands of people who need it uh, so much easier. So if you would do that for us. Today I want to talk about uh, prayer and fasting just a little bit. I, I think it's an important part of, uh, of the believer's life. And I don't, uh, I don't know that we understand it um, quite the way we ought to. I, and I only say that because for, for a very long time, um, I didn't understand it quite, quite the way, um, quite the way I should, you know, and I can, uh, I can tell you that, you know, my prayer life has grown tremendously over the last, uh, maybe two to three years, uh, mainly because, uh, growing up, I, I didn't have necessarily a, a difficult life. I mean, um, you know, my parents were together. They loved each other. They loved the Lord. They loved us. Um, they, they did a, a, a wonderful job of, you know, just making sure, um, we knew Jesus and that we grew up in a good and, and loving home. I know, I know that's not the case, um, for every person, but, but, you know, me and my siblings, we were blessed that way. And so for a long time, I, I felt like, um, I don't know, not, not that I didn't deserve to pray, uh, but that I didn't necessarily need to, uh, because I was I, I didn't have a, a really a difficult life growing up, and so it took me a little while to um, to learn uh, and, and to grow into um, what prayer really is, and I think the best part, uh, the best place you you can kind of go to to find that to figure it out is really to Jesus' prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane in the, in the Gospels when, he's, when he knows that his time has come and he's going to the cross and, and he goes out with his disciples and, and he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane and he leaves some of them and he takes Peter, James, and John and goes a little bit farther into the, into the, the garden. And, um, and then he gets to a certain point and he tells Peter, James, and John to to stay up and to pray, and he goes a little bit farther, and he begins to pray, and he prays for, um, he prays for himself, and he prays for his disciples, and then he prays for all who would come to the saving knowledge uh, of Jesus Christ of Himself. Um, but when he prays for himself, you you get an idea of uh, of what prayer is really um, all about. You know, we 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 are called to pray for the things that we need, and we ought to, because God wants us to bring our needs, to bring our desires um, to His feet. We need to pray for forgiveness, because God knows what we've done. He, he knows the sins you've committed. He knows the sins that you will commit. But but it, you still need to bring them to the foot of the cross. Uh, God knows how awesome He is, and how holy He is, and how perfect He is. But we still need to open our mouths and to tell Him who He is. And the reason for all that is because prayer uh, prayer brings us closer to the heart of God. As Jesus 
gets down and he begins to pray for himself, you know, he, he prays, God, if there's any way, uh, I mean, any way whatsoever that this cup can pass from me, that I don't have to go to the cross, that I don't have to be mocked, that I don't have to be ridiculed, that I don't have to be um, kicked and beaten and, and put on a cross uh, and, and killed. If there's any way that I can, that, that we can uh, save the world from sin without doing this, please let this cup pass from me. But then he says, but not my will, but yours be done. And that just it goes to show us that prayer isn't about um, getting what we pray for. It's it's not about God blessing us while we're on this earth. I mean, He does, and and He He does that out of love for us. But prayer is about aligning our hearts with the will, with the heart of God. Um, when you get down and you begin to pray, even even when you bring your desires and your needs to the Lord, you begin to pray. Um, and you begin to seek Him. If you pray the way that God has called us to pray, if you come and speak to the Lord the way that God has called us to, um, what He does is He takes your heart and He begins to mold it to look like His. He begins to take your will and He begins to mold it to look like His. The more that you come before the Father and, and lay out your needs and your wants and your desires and, and, and you, you come to Him and you, you praise His name and you tell Him how awesome He is and how holy He is and what a great Father He is. And the more you come to Him and pray for the people around you um, who are sick, who are hurting, who don't know Jesus, the more you come to Him and pray, the more He takes and molds your will and molds your heart to look like His. That's what prayer is all about, is, is growing closer to the Lord and looking more like Jesus Christ. Um, and so prayer is a huge part of, of the Christian's life. I think uh, when you look throughout all of Scripture, um, you find Daniel was, was a great man of prayer. You find David was a, was a great man of prayer. You, you, you go through Scripture, Jesus oftentimes went off by himself just to spend time in prayer. Um, the disciples would, would pray. I mean, you, you know, you, you read stories about Peter and, and Paul and, and, and Barnabas and all these disciples and, and apostles, you know, being locked up in jail and, and they begin to sing hymns or they begin to pray and, and multiple times angels come and, and break them out of jail, lead them out of jail so they can go and preach the gospel some more. Um, so we know through one through reading scripture that prayer um, prayer is powerful. Prayer does work. Um, but it also leads us closer to Jesus Christ and, and, and we're called to do it. We are called to be in communication in communion um, with our Father. Uh, and so I want to get into this idea of prayer and fasting, because if you go and you look at um, Ezra, you know, the book of Ezra, when, when revival broke out uh, among the Israelites, um, Ezra spent time before that praying and fasting over the sin of the Israelites. If you go and look at Nehemiah, when again revival broke out among the Israelites, uh, Nehemiah spent time praying and fasting. David, when he, when he sinned with Bathsheba and and he, he spent time praying and fasting over, um, over how egregious his sin was and over his shame and his guilt 
over his sin. When you look at Jesus Christ, when he began his ministry, he went out into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights and fasted and prayed, uh, was tempted by the devil, went through, um, James kind of insinuates that, 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 that he went through every, every kind of temptation that we can go through. He, he did that before he began his ministry. He prayed and he fasted. And that, that fast there, the, the 40 days and 40 nights, is kind of where the challenge uh, that I'm going to give you at the end of this, the 40-hour fast, that's, that's where it comes from. Uh, that's kind of the idea behind the, um, the 40-hour fast. Uh, but fasting is uh, it's, it's a neat and powerful uh, I don't want to say tool but it is kind of a tool it's a neat and powerful tool in prayer Matthew 17 you know Jesus drives out a demon um, that the, the disciples had been trying and trying and trying to drive out and they couldn't and they asked Jesus you know how, how come how come this demon wouldn't come out it was so much harder to drive this one out because up to this point they had been driving out demons they had been uh, you know doing these things in Jesus name and uh, Jesus said some of these demons don't come out except with prayer and fasting uh, there's there's no there, there's no amount of work there's no amount of toil you can do it's it's all about prayer and fasting um, fasting is a it's a tool that we use to make our prayer more powerful. That doesn't mean that when you fast that God hears your prayer uh, louder or, or more fervently. It doesn't mean that when you fast God, God listens to your prayer more. What it does mean is when you fast you begin to pray more and so your, your will is molded to the will of God so much better uh, than, than, than in our prayer lives without fasting. Um, the reason for that is because if you if you do a fast correctly, uh, anytime you get a hunger pain, any anytime you feel hungry, anytime you, you you would normally eat, what you do is replace that with prayer. Instead of eating, you begin to pray, um, and so you you begin to pray more, uh, and and the more closely your will is aligned with God's, the more your will begins to be done what you'll find sometimes with prayer and fasting is that you'll begin to pray for something and your will will change so now you're no longer praying for that thing you thought you were praying for before but now you're praying for the will of God and that's what that's what the Bible says that you know if you seek you seek first the kingdom of God and um, everything you ask will be given to you uh, that that means that not that every time you come to God and begin to ask for something that it's going to be given to you. It means that the more you pray, the more you speak to God, the more you ask from God, the more your will will begin to look more like God's will. And when your will looks like God's will, the things you ask for will be done. It's absolutely true. And so fasting is a, is a huge part of of the believer's prayer life it should be um, 
you know, like I said, Jesus went out into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, and, and he didn't eat, and, and he, he prayed, and, and, and the Bible says that angels came down and, and ministered to him as he was there fasting and praying. And, and then the devil came to him and, and tried to tempt him with uh, turning rocks into bread, and, and Jesus began to quote Scripture to him and said, you know, the Bible says man shall not live by bread alone, so I'm not going to do that because I'm being strengthened by my Father here. And then the devil uh, takes him up to a, the top of a, a, a huge building and uh, tells him, you know, if you just, just jump off of here, you, you'll be fine. The Bible even says, and the devil does that to us sometimes. He, uh, he, he, he uses and twists what the Bible says to try and to try and tempt us to try and move us away from the Father. But he says even the Bible says that you know the the the, the angels won't let you be harmed. They they won't let you stumble. They won't let your foot stumble. And and Jesus again quotes to, uh, scripture to him and says, "You shall not tempt uh, the Lord your God." And then then the devil shows him uh, just this great vast earthly kingdom and. And he says, "Look, all of this can be yours if you just bow down to me." And 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 Jesus just again quotes scripture to him and says, "Absolutely not." And, and so I want you to see that progression. Jesus goes out and he begins to fast and he begins to pray and he's ministered to. And when you begin to, when you begin a fast and you and you and you do it with the goal of prayer, not just not just taking off food for you know forty hours or two days or three days or whatever from eight to nine or whatever it is and and just when when you actually begin to fast and you pray over it and and you stop and pray as you're supposed to and and every time you get hungry you stop and you speak to the Lord and every time you would normally eat you stop and you spend that time talking to the Lord when you do that you'll be ministered to by the Holy Spirit by scripture by God himself And then you'll be tempted. It's a 100% guarantee. If you are following the Lord and fasting, and you're praying, and you're being ministered to, the devil will tempt you. First, he'll, he'll tempt you with that hunger. Hey, you've done pretty good. Go ahead and eat. That's what he did to Jesus. You've been out here for, for like 39 days. Go ahead and eat. You got the power to turn these rocks into bread. You've you've done good enough. You've gone long enough. Go ahead and eat. Devil will do that to you. Hey, you've you've done fine. Go ahead and eat. Nobody's gonna know. Go ahead and eat. And then he'll begin to tempt you more and to tempt you more and to tempt you more. To turn your trust away from the Lord. And to falsely put your trust uh, in this world or in Him. But if you persevere, if you push through, if you continue praying, fasting, seeking the Lord, not just not just taking off from food, not just not just giving something up for a couple of days, but actually seeking the Lord through it. You will be blessed. You will be blessed because your will will begin to align 
with the will of God and you'll you'll be able to see things done because you're 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 in that space to see what God is doing around you. And and so prayer and fasting is is what we wanted to talk about. We've and and, and I want to issue kind of a just a little challenge to you. Um it, it's it's called the 40-hour fast and it's like I said it's based off of that 40 days and 40 nights that Jesus spent in the wilderness fasting. And of course, we know that uh, the 40-day the fast is, is just, it's not going to happen. You're going to have to build up to that for a very long time. Um, and, and so, uh, we, we can't do that, but I, I think 40 hours is, uh, it's doable. And I say it's doable because I've done this fast and I've seen, I've seen things happen um, through doing this fast. One, I've grown. Um, I, 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 I do it every once in a while um, I take 40 hours uh, and I, I stop eating and I fast through it and I pray and I began to I began to write my prayers out when I did it uh, because it was it was it was different it caused me to actually think about and and be be uh, intentional in my praying and so um, I, I you, you start out and you go 40 hours and you write your prayers down or or you um, you know you just you just set out to make sure that you pray throughout that 40 hours um, and that's it that's the 40 hour fast but it needs to be focused around prayer whatever it is you've got going on in your life if you have a sin that you have tried and tried and tried and tried and tried to run away from it's just not happening um, begin to fast and to pray. It doesn't have to be forty hours. You can, you know, you can spend a day in fasting. Uh, whatever it is, begin to fast and begin to pray and hand it over to the Lord. Um, the reason I bring it up is because we desperately need something to happen in our world very soon. We need to see a, a, a movement of people turning towards Jesus Christ instead of running as fast as they can away from Him. We need to see that happen in our world around us. And I think that only comes when, when, when God's people who are called by His name lift up their voices and honor Him and begin to pray and to fast. I think this is one of those demons that is only cast out through prayer and through fasting. So if you're listening to this, I want you to consider beginning to fast and beginning to pray. Once every once a month, once you know, once or twice a month, once every couple of months, whatever it is, I want you to think about beginning to fast and beginning to pray for our nation, for our world for the people around us who are lost and don't know Jesus Christ. And for our world to turn back to the Creator, the Father, the only one who matters whatsoever, Jesus Christ. And I think when we have a Christian movement of fasting and prayer, then we will see a movement of people coming to the saving knowledge 
of Jesus Christ. So guys, that's the episode for today. Um, I want you to consider a fast, the 40-hour fast. It doesn't have to be for you. Um, but I want you to consider fasting and praying um, for the state of our world and the state of the people around you. Uh, God bless. I'll see you again on Tuesday.